Hello, Cleveland. I mean, oh, sorry. Uh, hello, Brooklyn. It's Brooklyn Rebound as uh, Podnam cracks a beer over there. Finishes cracking it. Uh, it's your boy, Pod Drew, over here. Welcome to the Brooklyn Rebound podcast. Um, Podnam usually does, aka yeah. Enam. That's you, me. You usually do the intro yeah. to the show. You kindly let me do it today because you. You thought I'd be very enthused. Yeah, you sound very excited, uh, elated almost. I'm actually just, I don't know if I'm tired or just bothered or fatigued. I don't know what it is, but... Well, I'm glad I sound that way. Last night, uh, Tuesday night, uh, June, would it be June 9th? June 9th. Uh, Today's the 10th? Yes. Uh, Yeah, last night around, I don't know, uh, 11.30 p.m., Eastern time, I was positively ebullient, you know. Positively ebullient? Ebullient? ebullient. I think e- that's e- word. Ebullient? Ebullient. I was ebullienced. And ebullient I, uh, I was so, yeah, I was so excited that I, uh, I was jumping around because of my ca- Cleveland Cavaliers mm-hmm. winning game three of the finals. I got so, so excited and jumped around too much. That I, I got some cramping going on, and I did have to be uh, taken home in an ambulance. Uh, oh. Not unlike Matthew Delvajova after Ooh. last night's game. He had an ambulance call? I didn't know. He, I did, didn't... Uh, he did go to the hospital after the game oh, for man. excessive cramping. Oh. Why? Why? It's not like he did anything. I mean, I don't know. You could loop me in because I only saw a lot of glimpses uh, of the game of, of Delvajova. Uh, the highlights I saw was him... Uh, I guess falling down on the ground a lot and getting well, back. He's diving up. on the ground yeah. after every loose ball. Yeah, which is one of the main factors in how they won the game. Oh, okay. So they won the game. Yeah, out hustled the Dubs. Oh, by a good degree, I would say. So they they out hustled the Dubs. They're on a winning streak. Is that they're on a two game two game streak. winning streak? And uh, so far. If everything plays out the way it does, if Cleveland wins out from here, we're both wrong on our predictions, correct? If they went out from here, yes, because that would be Cleveland in five. Now, mm-hmm. I, here, here's what I'm going to say. I don't so, know if we're going to have a, a segment on this podcast where we do further predictions or prediction update. Well, let's do it right now. Predictions oh. update. Whoa. My initial prediction was Cavs and Sex, mm-hmm. pre, pre-game one. Uh, but I had a big old caveat in there, which was Kyrie needs to obviously not only stay healthy, but really show out and have a, a big series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, needless to say, he won't be having any big series. Uh, he played well in game one, but they lost, and then he got hurt. He's out. But despite that happening, from my three games in perspective, I still think the Cavs can win it in six. So I'm staying strong. Cavs and six. Now, remind everyone of your initial prediction. So my predictions Pre-series. were, were uh, Warriors in seven. Right, that's right. Uh, going back to the GS Dub and Oakland. Uh, so right now... Do you stay strong with yours? Uh, no, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to go with... I mean, that would... So, if I... Right now... Pulling the old switcheroo, huh? Yeah. Well, we're updating our, our guests. Our... Our guests? Our guests, our predictions, whatever. Oh, yeah. For a second, I thought he said we're updating our guests. 
Yes, yeah, we I think that's how I call the listeners now. Yeah. Um, so if you're saying he stays at six, that means the Cavs will lose one mm-hmm. on the way to game six and which, back in Cleveland. Basically, my initial... Which game would you think that would be? Well, initially I said they would win game one, lose game two, win three and four, lose five, win six. Obviously, they lost one, one, two, so that flipped. But other than that, I'm staying the same. I think they will uh, win game four, lose on the road, and close it out at home in game six. Mm. Uh, maybe I'm just getting overconfident based on what I've seen. But it, it did look to me, and I know that Warriors are going to make adjustments. They have to. Uh, it's, it's unlikely that Curry's not going to have at least a game here where he plays well start to finish. Fills it up two games in a row where he's kind of... Just one game where he... He hasn't had a game all series where buzzer to buzzer. Yeah. uh, Tip to buzzer. He's a shooter. Shooters get hot, shooters get cold. He finally got it to... Basically, he had a a one and a half game stretch in all of game two in the second... uh, The first half of game three where he was pretty much ice cold. We're out of the series. Uh, So, I don't think it's going to maintain that. I do feel that Steve... I mean, well, let's talk about coaches in a minute, but... I feel like Steve Kerr is going to have to make some adjustments, and I think he will. But despite all that, it it feels like the Cavs really want this one more, uh, at least based on yesterday's game mm-hmm. and the effort, like I'm saying, and just their body language, all of that. And a lot of that can have to do, I think, with what I said pre, um, why I initially picked the Cavs um, to win the series is because of that um, been-there-before attitude that LeBron James can have when no one on the Warriors can have. It's true. But you're the only ones that can really have that as uh, Steve Kerr himself. But he's not suiting up, and he is a rookie and the coach. And Luke Walton. Forget about Luke. Can't forget about Luke. Uh, you think they should um, just run out Luke Walton in uh, Harrison Barnes' uniform next game, see if anyone notices? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure no one would notice, because Harrison Barnes has been non-existent, really, huh? up until this point. They might notice when one Walton accidentally made a shot. Yeah. But knowing my history on Luke Walton, that probably won't happen. So yeah. I think they can try it. No, no, no. He's former calf, Luke Walton. That's true. For a little bit, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... I my, guess he ended his career on the Cavs, I guess. Yeah, he retired as a Cav. Huh? That's insane. Uh, full circle. So, we didn't... I didn't get to my reevaluation of yeah, the series. Yeah, you didn't get a number. You said you flipped it. So, I am it. flipping it. So, I assume that means you think Cavs, but... I don't know what I'm flipping. I was, after hearing you and actually talking about it a little more, I went... You, you flipped it back. You're like, I this flipped guy's it one more idiot. time. I'm, one I'm more time. Uh, I'm still keeping the same number, seven. But I am switching to the LeBron James-led Cavaliers. That's interesting. So you To think, win on the road. You think they will... I think they'll hedge game, game seven. I think they'll be hedging... They'll fuck up game six. You don't right. think LeBron can close out a game six? I don't. It's not that I don't think LeBron can close out a game six. At home, that was what I meant to say. You don't think he'll close it out at home? I think there's good... Like, and, but, and conversely, you do think he will be able to on the road, though, when, when the Warriors would have the uh, momentum, it would seem. Yeah, like I said, um, there would be... Uh, there'd be two or three road wins, I think I predicted, depending on who it was, really. Um, and I think Cleveland... Can uh, I don't think the home court at Golden State they're ra- they're loud yeah they're loud they wear their bright T shirts whatever but 
But LeBron's been in there in those hostile environments. He knows it, that doesn't phase him. There's nothing that phases him. It may have phased uh, Kyrie early on, but you saw him and a lot of these people get their jitters out in the NBA Finals because they've never been there before. But ev- everything's slowing down for this guy, and you can tell that that in the moment of crisis, which could happen, I mean, ideally, it would be nice to see if they won in Cleveland as, you know, there, but not every storybook ending works out that way. I think there could Hold be on. some fuck-up uh, on Game 6. I... Yeah, I agree that whatever the storybook ending doesn't have to happen like that. I just think logically they would close it so out. Game four, I don't know. I think going with the experience, I think LeBron will hold on a sec. Going with the experience, I think LeBron would close it out. But if the storybook ending gets fucked up, whatever they lose it. At that point, I think they lose game seven too, honestly. You think the momentum just shifts over? Yeah, I really do. So hopefully you're wrong about that. Or hopefully you're right, I guess, since you're picking the Cavs, but Hopefully I'm wrong about how that would go down. Well, my predictions are, just so you know, game game four, I'm thinking Warriors will come back, respond, tie the series okay. up. Uh, it'll go back to Golden State. Um, and But based on what you're saying, you would say the Cavs would win at Golden State game five. Yes. They'll, win, they'll return the W uh, at Golden State, so they'll win. That's why I said there's three road victories. That'll give you a third road victory. Yeah. Right. And then at home, it'll be... they'll. It's not that they will take it for granted, but we saw a little glimpse of it last night. They were up huge uh, late in the second half, or early in the second half. And they then, had 20 in the third quarter. Yeah, exactly. Early, yeah, so, and then I looked at the screen, and they were down, they were only up by five or six. And I was like, what, what just happened? And then I saw a lot of Steph Curry, a lot of... Well, I don't know why you were such just looking back and forth at the screen. You shut your eyes on the whole time, but... Yeah. Anyway, um... Yeah, right, so I'm going to disagree that my I, I do think the Cavs keep it up for Game Four and just put this one on ice almost. May, again, maybe just wishful thinking, maybe homerism, subjectiveness, whatever you want to call it. But I really I just feel like the Cavs want it more right now. I feel like the Warriors are a bit shook. And what you're saying is true. They did almost come back, and the Warriors are able to make those big runs. But if you I'm going to look at it this way: Game One. They, the Warriors took it to overtime when the Cavs had a chance to end it at the end of the game. They didn't. They took it to overtime. They won the game. Yep. Game two, similar thing. Cavs had, had the momentum end of the game. Warriors came back, took it to overtime again. Mm-hmm. But that time they ended up not getting it done in overtime. They lost. Game three, they played pretty bad for three quarters. Got, no one would argue they, the Cavs did not play them for the first three-fourths of the game. Made a big run in the fourth. Didn't quite get it to tie it. And then, uh, you know, didn't go to overtime and lost the game. So, judging by how it's going, progressing, um, I would say that, that hopefully, I mean, that, that would mean for my Cavs, the next game, Warriors make the run or even earlier, but then they don't get it done in the third quarter, and then uh, they Cavs on game four. You see what I'm saying there? Like, they're... They took it to the by pattern, the first, by, going yeah. back a little bit. I, I now, it probably won't necessarily work out that way. I don't really right. think it will, but that would just be interesting. I mean, if it's by pattern, the reason why I was disappointed from last night's game, where the fuck was the overtime? Why didn't the refs get in there and make that shit happen? Mm-hmm. Well, they almost did when they botched up uh, Clay Thompson going uh, with his foot out of bounds, and they were about to give the, wall, uh, the ball to the, to the dubs, but mm-hmm. luckily they got a call in and said, go review that, and they rightfully uh, left it with Cleveland, but... All right. That could have been less so, attack. Obviously, LeBron, we didn't even go into this. LeBron has been creating history. Mm-hmm. He, he literally, most points 
and three finals games in NBA history. Yeah, I believe he, I believe he beat the record by one point, yes. uh, which was held by Rick Barry from like the late sixties. The same Rick Barry that brought the championship to Golden State. Mm-hmm. So, well, um, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of. Uh, Meaning to that, so he almost had another. Were they double. called? The, were they actually straight up called the Oakland Warriors? San Francisco Warriors or San Francisco Warriors? Yeah, San Francisco Warriors. Uh, LeBron James almost had another triple double, uh, forty twelve, and eight. He's averaging six. like forty points a game in this final. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's unprecedented. Uh, but enough slurping about him. Where was your weaknesses? You think on the Cavaliers for them to win Game Four emphatically in Cleveland? Uh, I don't know who sang the the net. Was it Rascal or Usher who sang? Uh, the oh, uh, the country. Uh, so, Ursher's going to be in the building, right? Ursher was in the building. He just didn't. Well, he's, a, he's, a, he's a minority owner Yeah, the cast. So. Um, yeah. Um, Technically, I don't think he is. I don't think we talked about this. I think he sold his shares or whatever, but he's still always. Oh, he still got here. seats in the building? Yeah. I, guess, I guess he still has his courtside seat. Yeah. Well, that's um, all you really need, right? So. Yeah. But uh, what you're saying, what's, what do they need to fix for game four? Yeah, I mean, uh, J.R. Smith had only 10 points off the bench. Yeah, he's st- so J.R. still hadn't had, hasn't had his... I, this is one, not really something you need to fix, I guess, but J.R. still hasn't had the game everyone's expecting, the one game in the series where it just goes off, lights it up. Now, if that happened in Game 4, that would be a completely ideal um, you know, game where he scores 6-8 uh, to eight mm-hmm. three-pointers. So that would be completely ideal. We, we could use a big offensive output from him, especially if... Uh, Curry gets called and we need to match the points I mean they've been doing a good job uh, in game 4 I think this is not something they need to fix but they need to maintain their you know quote unquote Eastern Conference style play their dirty mm-hmm. not dirty that's a bad word to yeah, use yeah. people in my throat to Delhi but their gritty uh, style of play right uh, punishing low scoring uh, all that you know not pretty I think LeBron said unsexy um as a reference to the Warriors' regular season kind of sexy uh, style of play. So they need to maintain that. Um, improvements, I still think Tristan Thompson could give them more on offense than he's giving them in this series so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least he scored in this game, but but I, I still hope he could get it, uh, keep his rebounding up and get it going on offense. Actually, the Warriors out-offensive rebounded the Cavs by, like, like twelve to four or something in that game, the yeah. Cavs did not pull down a lot of offensive rebounds. They they did well on the defensive glass rebounding the ball. I mean, I guess they did well. Obviously, they gave up twelve or whatever to. Yeah, I can tell you right now. But I total it rebounds. Like they did okay. Actually, what Golden State did. Golden um, State did out rebound them. Uh, yeah, forty six to forty three. Okay, and uh, it was really outnumbered on the offensive. Eighteen. Basically. It was. 18 was to it? 6. 18 to 6. That's close to what I said. Yeah. But even further, the gap. Which is kind of weird because usually it's Cleveland that's been doing a good mm-hmm. job in the previous series and, and Chester John Thompson crashing the boards being Dennis Rodman style. He is. So the I guess the main thing they need to fix is kind of like what we've been saying, not letting the Warriors back in the game when they, they start getting a big lead. Um, but easier said than done. I don't really know how to fix it. I mean, let's try to figure it out. What do you think they can do? To fix that issue. I mean, maybe some people have been saying... I've heard it said they are playing prevent offense at that point. Um, right. Or meaning prevent defense, I guess. Like, when they're getting the big lead, they're just trying to maintain it. Not keeping keep it slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, yeah. I mean, how do you fix that? Or or what other suggestions? No, I mean, they, they, have, to, for, they have to outplay 
the Warriors for four total quarters, obviously. And they've done that. I don't know if they've done that in one game yet. I, I think they've... they've Four total quarters. I mean, no, they haven't. Right, right. In terms of scoring, I think the Warriors but actually have outscored the thing is, I don't think it's possible. Series. I honestly don't think it's possible because this team scores so fast, so quick, um, and can get off a shot anywhere, really, that it, how do you defend that? So therefore, like you said, running a slower-tempered game is kind of taking away from their strengths and getting more shots up per possession. Uh, D'Antoni-style offense, of which they're running, you know. Um, now, when it comes down to it, it's more of staying consistent with the defense. That's it. I mean, if was fainting, you need to have IV bags on the bench, you know. You need to have... And, I mean, LeBron played, I think, 46 minutes that game. So he's gonna be hurting after this year, no matter what. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, you leave it yeah. out in the line. It's the finals. Four more games at the most. Um, two more wins, and you're you've got that championship ring. But I guess, and like, I mean, really can't afford to set him at all, obviously. But um, you need to do something to stop this. And again, I guess we haven't figured it out here either. But well, um, I'm gonna say this right now because uh, I I'm playing. I'm that. Advocate devil style for the Warriors. I want to. The devil wanna, still has you on retainer. Yeah, I want to. I want to speak on behalf of the Dub fans and uh, uh, and the Warriors themselves. So, you mentioned it before. Harrison Barnes, a goose egg uh, last night. Yeah, 0 for eight, I believe. Uh, just he just looked awful. He's he's looking. Does he had wide open looks too for half. Of his confidence is definitely. Yeah. But also at the same time, he is guarding LeBron. Uh, in the beginning of the first quarter a lot, right? Uh, and then also... But he's not really doing a great job of that. I mean, he's not doing a no one, job. No one can really... I mean, let's, the point is, no one can really stop LeBron. Yeah, but, right? but I guess my point would be, is it worth it to... Well, it's getting complicated. So, the what the Warriors have been doing, they're not double-teaming LeBron. They're, they're playing the let LeBron get his and try to stop everyone else's game. Obviously, through three games, that's not been all that effective. No. So I, but that is what I advocated pre-series. They should do. I said they shouldn't double team him because like that's what the Hawks did, and that failed as well. Mm-hmm. So obviously it's nearly impossible to really check LeBron. But I guess if I was Barnes, I would try to. They need his offense right now more than they need his defense. Honestly, the Warriors are playing pretty good defense this series so far. Yeah, that's not their problem. Their problem is yeah. the offense. So yeah. I would. They're pretty turnovers. Like LeBron's crazy. getting his anyway for the most part. I would try to focus slightly, at least if it's getting in his head and he's putting all his focus on defense and it's messing up his offensive game, I would just you know try to switch back to the offensive mindset, the get the getting buckets. I mean, and again, he is getting plenty of those open looks. So uh, I don't want this to happen again, obviously. But if it does, I wouldn't expect him to keep being this bad. But maybe it is a case of. Too big for the moment. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, getting back I mean, to too it. Small, I guess the moment's too big for him. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that we already know because they're up 2-1. We know the strengths of Cleveland. And the, the weaknesses of Golden State has been shown. Mm-hmm. Well, Curry needs to stop turning over the ball. That that first needs to happen immediately. Yeah. And to be fair, he has t- he. if there's a knock on Curry, it is that he turns the ball over a lot. Yeah. He did that all during the whole year. But he, he can't turn it over. And... Missed shots as well, and he's had open looks that aren't going down as well. Um, what else do you think the Warriors need to do in game four? It's 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 a combination of obviously I can say names that have been slacking, and that's easy to pinpoint. Like Harrison Barnes, Draymond Green hasn't been himself really. 
making a double-double impact and maybe rotating on defense and getting there at certain times, but not anything offensively taking advantage of, you know, who's guarding him, Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson's a good defender, but Jamin Green is a talented scorer as well. Uh, off the bench themselves, they finally got David Lee. Uh, there's a David Lee sighting. Uh, and, I mean, they made 11 points. Um, maybe we might see a little bit more. So I was talking about adjustments that Kurt hasn't made much of any so far. I guess mm-hmm. the one thing you could point to, at least in terms of the last game, is he did decide to start playing David Lee. And honestly, that's really what helped their comeback for the most part, I would say. I mean, he is their best player. Looks like the best player on the floor for them last night. Um, I guess maybe Curry in the fourth quarter making big shots too, but it was the two of them in the later latter half of the game that really got the offense going, pick and roll. Um, Lee putting a little more space on the floor for them. Normally he's a defensive liability as well, but it didn't really prove out in that game either. He, he looked all right on D as well, so... I would I would say it gets even more playing time in game four of Curry is smart, but right right. So the only problem is David Lee is a liability on defense, right? He doesn't. That's play. what I just said. But yeah. I mean, he he didn't really seem that bad yesterday. No. So ultimately, we know people have already documented this uh, through and through. But I'm sensing this is the real thing, based on them running the system they're running, uh, the running gun Suns, D'Antoni offense. And, but their defense uh, is not the problem. Like you said, it's the offense. They don't have a facilitator. Seth Curry is facilitating, but if he's struggling and he's throwing over passes that are being turned over, who's their backup point guard? They don't have one, essentially. They have Barbosa and Iguodala handling the guess ball. Livingston can handle the ball a little bit. He yeah. plays point a little bit. But though. he's also more of a, like yeah. in Brooklyn last year, and we talked about this, uh, he does handle the point, but typically. They have Joe Johnson with him, who's better a better yeah, he's facilitator. Like a tweener guard. Right. So, and he's also better in the post too. Uh, Sean Livingston and doing his shots or his quick jumpers. Fifteen. Feet. I mean, Curry honestly needs to get in there a little bit more than he is as well with his dribbling into the post and flipping. Well, that's what's he's missing right now. They're not swinging the ball around enough, and if they figure out what works based on uh, if they see an opening. They need to have a lot more execution on offense and not worry about rushing up the shot immediately. Maybe just slow it down a little bit, but making sure these shots aren't just because it's a heat check. You know, we know we know Clay Thompson can make shots like five feet away. We know Steph Curry can do that, but it's it's too many turnovers in that way. And long rebounds affects how Cleveland can d- definitely capitalize in a hot second if they wanted to because they have you know gifted athlete that can get from half court to the basket, what, in 3.2, something ridiculous? Yeah, I mean, that might even be high. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah. But, yeah, they have to slow, They have to make sure they're, they're running the plays and go back to the basics. That's they, the only way well, they're going to win. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're pressing offensively, it's obvious. But another thing, I guess, uh, kind of a style play thing. I mean, Cleveland is slowing it down to the tempo they want, but... The Warriors on the regular season, all season up to now, their big transition game, and in this series, their transition offense is almost non-existent. Because of the transition defense by Cleveland. Yeah, but, I mean, they need to figure out a way to get that going. I think I saw a stat that they had four points out in transition in game three. Like, that's not going to win them the series, so... I mean, they, the team they have right now, um, it, they can try to make the Cavs run around... And which they 
tried doing, but... And, I mean, they need to to wear, wear the Cavs down. The Cavs are only playing mostly seven guys, so... Yeah, and uh, it's not going to extend unless another injury happened. I don't think Sean Mary is getting in anytime soon. Joe well, I was worried for a while there about Shump, but... Uh, yeah, is he's okay, though. He, they he came back in. He didn't play well after he came back in, yeah. but I think he'll be okay to play out the rest of the series. Um, or or they either they have to curve it back a little bit or just go... Completely insane and make every, obviously make every single bucket yeah. and go the one you're pressing offensively it doesn't have so they need it to fix it. Yeah. Um, oh Inam, I can't. This is like I'm I'm most Mo buckets over here just botching uh, an easy dunk. I just realized something What's when that? you let me do the intro before I didn't say what number episode it was. Oh shit! And then we do our little rhyme. Okay. What, what episode even is it? Uh, episode seventy two. Episode 72, and that was a big old fuck-up by Pod Drew. Oh! Doing that uh, almost 25 minutes into the pod, yeah, almost yeah. at the end. Episode 72 it is. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I, there's nothing that says uh, drama like uh, another tied series. I, I hope it happens from a fan perspective, obviously. Ooh, yes. Uh, the 2-2 series and then that would make it what Sunday a very very huge game five. huge game five in Oaktown I'm really rooting for because I don't think it would, it, it would be a little bit more of a letdown the same way that way Kyrie unfortunately didn't get to play any more basketball after game one that was such a huge letdown emotionally for I would say a lot of NBA fans that were really seeing a, a player come to his own and yeah. get taken away from that him and thinking the Warriors are going to run over. But now everything has changed. Well, that's interesting. So since you're bringing that up, what do you, I have heard this sentiment a little bit around the past couple of days. What do you think about this? Um, some people are saying that in, in some weird way, the Cavs almost lucked out, quote-unquote lucked out, by getting both Love and Kyrie injured out for the, the series um, because it's forced... Cleveland into playing a style that is the best, actually the best thing to combat this, the Golden State team, meaning the put now the offense completely has to run through LeBron, and they have and the players that are replacing Love and Kyrie are better defenders, playing a more aggressive defensive style, etc. All the things that are that are, are the best at clamping down the Warriors. What, what do you have to say about that? I I think. <laughs> I think it's hilarious that we find ourselves so similarly seeing LeBron's Cavs playing in this ground-and-pound Spurs-like defense, really. Not offense, but defense, where they're just... uh, And actually a little bit of offense, because they're pounding the rock in the post with LeBron, isolation, um, which that would be Tim Duncan, all the spread out the three-point shooters, find the open man, which only one player... And they met Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson pointed this out, which your dad loves so much. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad, my dad was at it again on the text uh, yesterday. Yeah, oh, Van Gundy is such an asshole. Is one of his texts. Well, yeah, I mean, what he's an asshole. He also gets paid a million dollars to be an asshole, right? So um, he made this one comment saying, "Only one person in this league can make a bullet pass from one side of the court to the other and hit it right in the shooter's hands." For them to shoot, like it, I think it was LeBron to J.R. Smith a game ago, mm-hmm. and I think Tim Duncan and maybe maybe Pau Gasol are the only big men I think that are traditional big men that can pass 
really, really well to a certain spot, but not the way LeBron can whip it with just one hand. He, they have to yeah. kind of look over their shoulder. Like, his vision is so much better than theirs, right? So, it's everything that LeBron wasn't when he came into the finals against uh, the first time around against the Mavs, right? Uh, actually, no. First that was time the second time around. Second time around. And then also against the Thunder, people complain about him not going into the post, not mm-hmm. taking advantage of his size, and that's what's happening yeah. right now. Me and my friend were ta- talking about this this morning, yeah. that um, we're talking about LeBron specifically, how, and I was saying he looks, this is completely different, completely different than the first time in the finals when he yeah. was on the Cavs against the Spurs. But just how he's playing now is completely different than his whole first stint with the Cavs. Yeah. Uh, he is finishing at the end of the games now in these important games. Maybe he's still missing the shot or whatever, but he's, he's uh, willing them to victory, essentially, like he couldn't do in the past. Um, even in the Miami ones, even when he won two rings, it wasn't to that same effect that he's showing right now. No, not And not he's getting there in the yeah. post, which yeah. he never used to do yeah. years ago. So it's completely true. And just to throw, a, a, you know, to throw another layer on your Spurs comparison here, I, th- I don't see much difference between Tony Parker and Matty Dellavedova either, do you? Uh, yeah, uh, unless uh, Dellavedova had uh, Eva Longoria as his. Hey, he probably can get her now. Yeah, he's Australian. I don't know. The French accent versus Australian. I don't know if they're similarly romantic. Yeah, he's the speak English, kind of. I, maybe I don't know at best. Um, you don't well, think Eva wants some of that deli time? Yeah, I don't think we. I don't think we need to talk about any more of the basketball. But there's one thing I did want to bring up. You need to just remind me of this. So we were, we were talking about the past. Me, Padnam, and Probably. how Cleveland uh, five years ago were in the most angry state at this time, rooting against LeBron James and rooting for the Dallas Mavericks mm-hmm. to win. Do you remember how much you rooted for Dallas during that time? Oh, quite a lot. I mean, I was shocked that they started. I mean, basically, they won, when the series they started, yeah, I was, yeah. I was already, you know, um, trying to make peace, I guess, with the fact that LeBron was going to get a ring the first year after he left Cleveland. It didn't end up happening. I was very happy about that. I was very grateful that he didn't get that ring first year of leaving. But now, even looking back on it, I mean, it's completely pales in comparison to the feeling I feel when I see the, the Cavs up two one. Right. Hopefully, they're not doing what the Heat did that year, but right. up two one. Well, that would be a different. Even sequence. winning one, right. one, let alone two, let alone one game, uh, or one, let alone two games, uh, finals games in general, which the franchise had never done before. So, obviously, it's a much better feeling than just being happy that you know. The guy who wishing someone's you misery and taking the, well. taking them down and destructing them exactly. in a, um, to to your level as opposed to actually cheering on embracing uh, a That's hero. Exactly right, Patnam. But I'm not finished. What I what why I bring this up is if LeBron had an opportunity, let's say some kind of magical power to for the people that either rooted. As hard as they did for Dallas. Or maybe, let's not even talk about, what's the worst sin that a Cleveland fan did to LeBron when leaving? Would you say burning jerseys? Would you I mean, say... That's whatever points to... Um, well, it's the most hot, uh, visual thing people remember, right? During that time. Yeah, even though it was probably just a few people. But um, I don't... No, I mean, there's all sorts of things. Like, I bought a t-shirt um, 
slandering LeBron that was sold what, around. What was, it, what was it called? Um, I can't remember. I don't remember what was on it specifically. Was but, it comedic? Right. Yeah, it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, there was a famous... It wasn't this one, but I remember the famous shirt around called the Lion King, L-Y-I-N, mm, LeBron. Lion, yeah. Lion that he said he'd bring Cleveland a championship. Right. I can't remember what was on mine. I think I threw it away. I might still have Since it, he but. is a king, right? Yeah. You mentioned that. Mm-hmm. So if if he was King Tommen, right, of Game of Thrones here, uh, and he had... Oh, a thank God, he's not King Tommen. Right, no, but like say, say he had the same kind of power that King Tommen had where he could just... Flick of the wrist, flick of the wrist, uh, and have these Cleveland Knights uh, punished for their un, for their selfish ways of all the Knights are like the fans of the fans, yeah, uh, that went against him, but he still came back to right the ship and fix everything. Those people that are sentenced, right? Basically, they're off to a sentence. What do you think that sentencing should be? See, I'm going to disagree. I don't think there will be a sentence. I think he'll be more of a Martell, like we saw in the newest Thrones episode, mm. where he was a merciful prince or leader. He's a, well, obviously, we know he's a merciful prince. He's a good family man, whatever. So but there is no punishment. You think there's? What do you think the worst punishment should be, though? If I don't think there should be one at all. All right. Well, I think there should be, obviously, because I've I've been a LeBron and. You can check the tapes, rewind it, all the way back to episode one. I've never shitted on LeBron unless they were playing the Nets, which is rightfully so. They're, it's my team playing uh, LeBron James, right? Uh, I've always rooted for LeBron and his decision to either leave or not leave. Um, and I've always made the case for the free American choice, the, the chasing the dream. You know, he, he got to go to college, whatever that was. You got to learn how to Pat Riley, and now he's bringing that tutelage mm-hmm. back home, right? He's bringing it back to the basics. So, therefore, he should send out these Cleveland Knights to somewhere, not Miami, but let's say, I don't know, what's the worst place in Florida? Uh, is Tampa bad? Orlando? I'm Tallahassee? Sure it's way worse. Tallahassee, yeah. maybe? Yeah, somewhere in northern Florida. Yeah, where Gator... Basically, yeah, I want these Cleveland Knights that were assholes during that time to be I don't deported. Think you calling them knights, they're just like common folk. Oh, Cleveland folks. Uh, they're like the ones that shouted at Tom and bastard, abomination, etc. Right. They should. Maybe not their heads cut off. Maybe not their fingers cut off. But they should be banished, Sorjora style, away from. Okay. Uh, Westeros or whatever it is. Yeah. No, since we're keeping up the Thrones references, I have an even more timely one based on the newest episode. Mm-hmm. I want to see. I I don't see. But banished to the wall. I don't see LeBron. Yeah. King James is really a, a King Tommen like figure. Right. But more of a King, King. King Stannis. Uh, meaning, I'm very gr- glad that they ended up winning Game Three because if they had lost, <laughs> I feel like uh, King James this. may have had to. Uh, sacrifice Mike Miller to the Red God <laughs> and uh, burn him alive. So I'm glad that that doesn't have to happen. Well, that or James Jones because that's the form of blood, right? I feel like Mike Miller is more of like the daughter of the King James. <laughs> in this case. Or he just loves LeBron. Well, actually, uh, James Jones obviously loves LeBron. You know who the daughter a is. A lot too, but but Mike Miller literally wears LeBron's warm up jersey during the game. <laughs> you know, you know who the daughter is. It's Damon Jones. Come on, let, let's oh. let's let's call it as it is. Damon Jones needs to be burned, if anything. Uh, because that's the closest kid he has right there. Um, yeah, so maybe that will be one of those things that we could experiment and talk about 
if they successfully win, what LeBron James would do with these Cleveland Knights, put them on trial, uh, and sentence them to the wall, to Florida, to Texas, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe to Dallas itself, right? Because uh, they were rooting so hard for Dallas. And San Antonio, I'm sure. But without San Antonio defeating the crap out of Miami, LeBron James does not potentially come back to Cleveland. Yeah, so thank you, Spurs. Yeah. Very kind. Yeah, it's Thank very you for getting eliminated in this year's playoffs too, so the Cavs might be able to uh, get that finals championship. Yeah, because if they played against the oof, I would feel, I I do feel you know again going back to coaches, I don't want Blatt versus Popovich, but Blatt versus Kerr again. Blatt, we mentioned it before, but Blatt's been out coaching everyone so far. He co- he outcoached Popovich uh, two uh, one point two maybe I guess Budenholzer. Yeah. Out coach Doc Rivers. Four men's pop. Uh, Doc Rivers. Uh, or architect of Doc Rivers, Tom Thibodeau. Tommy Tibbs, yeah. the Penguin. And then he out coached, who was uh, the last, uh, the early oh, one. Brad oh, Stevens, young, the young, young gun, gunner. Young the gunner. Young, uh, the young phenom. Yeah, young phenom, and Brad now, Stevens. Uh, and now Steve Kerr. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess that'll, that'll wrap it up. But we already made our predictions for game four and mm-hmm. for the rest of the series. Excited for game four tomorrow night. You got any plugs? I think we were just talking about something. Well, we just did a lot of Thrones references. Mm -hmm. If you're watching Dumb Thrones, you need to uh, go back to our last episode we put up on this podcast feed, the Brooklyn Rebound feed. It's entitled Thrones Recap, Dance of Dragons, about that fateful episode in which we kind of just spoiled with our reference what happens, but you wouldn't listen to it if you weren't going to watch you yeah. didn't watch the show already anyway. Yeah. So go it. back and get our take on that and as well as looking up our YouTube channel um, for, for back episodes about Thrones. Drew Nam on YouTube. D-R-E-W-N-A-M. That's the channel. Go there, please. For sure. Um, and I wanted to retweet this energy. I haven't done so. It just made me think of it. After the last game, I think they had a... De- I don't know if you saw his Del Dova uh, post-game conference, you know, because... He did such a good job on Steph. They had uh, him photoshopped into Seth Curry's uh, body. I saw this. And it had Steph good. Curry on Raleigh. Right that on was Raleigh. a good one. I also saw a good one with... Yeah. They are both at a pool, and uh, Deli was... Uh, head was on a lifeguard, and it, uh, Steph's head was on like a little kid with water wings. And Deli was saying, no splashing. Oh. So he's referring to... But was he telling the other brother that too, or just one of them? There, there is no other. There's splash. Oh brothers. no, uh, Clay Thompson was not in the, in the picture. He could have at least. Clay Thompson actually did well against Del- when Dell was guarding him. Yeah, he's bigger so. and he can post him up, right? Yeah, so, so it wouldn't be accurate. All right, well that'll do it for this podcast, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, check out uh, Brooklyn Rebound on Facebook. Like us there. Follow us on Twitter. BrooklynRebound at gmail And hey, if you like our stuff. Uh, we're not asking for anything other than maybe, I don't know, clicking on a star, five, four, whatever, whatever you Just feel. Just stay over on five. Yeah. Or maybe even sharing a link uh, on Facebook once you see it so other people can get a notice of what's going on in the NBA finals slash Brooklyn, Manhattan, Cleveland Sample. Look, I think we're about the only ones talking about this anyway, so you gotta, you gotta listen to I mean, there's no Bill Simmons. You gotta share it around. Hashtag Free Simmons. Uh, we, got, we gotta do something. We gotta do the job. Yeah, we're else picking up doing. the slack. The Simmons yeah. slack. Alright. Well, that, yeah, that'll do it for number 72, Drew. Um, it's a wrap. Good day, Brooklyn. Good day, uh, other lands, Oak and Cleveland. And, uh, 
Let's go Nets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude.